Alright, I've had time to digest Rhythm of War now, and also to deal with the uh, million new posts coming through the Stormlight subreddit ModQ, uh, and here's my somewhat hot take. I think a lot of people are a little too hard on Liren, uh, Kaladin's father. I'm not going to defend the bad things he's done, but I, I think he's a much more complex and redeemable character than a lot of people are sort of making him out to be, but... You know, we'll cover that after the intro. Spoilers ahead for the Stormlight Archive through Rhythm of War. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the World Hopper's Guide to the Cosmere. I'm your host, Arian, and this week we're going to tackle the, the tricky topic of Liren father of Kaladin in the Stormlight Archive. Like I said before, this is a contentious topic, but I'm going to try my best to stay clear of, of trying to minimize any of the bad things Liren has done. Uh, but let's dive into it. Okay, so, in Rhythm of War, Kaladin begins to realize that the act of constantly fighting is slowly breaking him down, and Dalinar puts him on indefinite leave, just to keep Kaladin sane. Though initially painful, when Kaladin explains this to his father, Liren delights in the fact that his son can finally put down the spear and join the family business of healing. Kaladin joins his father as a medic, eventually beginning to aid the mentally ill with group therapy that is far more effective than the dark rooms in isolation that the Ardents had prescribed for years. As the months pass, Kaladin finds his purpose in saving these new men, only for Erythiru to end up captured by Urbaniel and the Fused. Even then, Kaladin follows his father's lead in not resisting, until the Singers try to capture an unconscious Teft among the rest of the Radiants. Then, Liren and Kaladin's confrontation comes to a head, as Liren threatens to turn his son in if he continues to fight. Kaladin ignores his father, and suddenly the book turns into Die Hard for a little while. So let's be clear off the bat, right? To those of you who have experienced some form of emotional abuse from parents or authority figures, and who saw parallels in the story with Liren, I don't mean to minimize or take away from your experiences. I want to focus on Liren's situation specifically, and why I think that he doesn't reach the same level of moral bankruptcy that real-world abusers do. Or, if he does reach that level, then I think we should strive to apply the same treatment to him that we do to other characters who have done some horrendous things. For example, Dalinar. Of course, those who have survived such personal traumas are under no obligation to agree with me here. If it's better for you to disengage from Liren because his sins hit a more personal note, then that is a perfectly valid choice. I am not taking that away from you. All I can speak for is why I personally see him as a character who is on the path to redemption and who we should be a little bit kinder to. Now, a lot has been said about Liren over the years. That he's painfully ideological, that he pushes Kaladin into a life that he doesn't want, that he doesn't try to understand his son, that he's ultimately a very prejudiced guy. Which, uh, yeah, that's, that's mostly fair. In his worst moments, Liren has called his own son a monster. So I'm certainly not saying that he's perfect, or that he hasn't said terrible things. But I think there's a lot to be said for him once we kind of take the time to try to understand his perspective. Again, I'm not trying to denigrate the experiences of anybody whose parents were as or more rigidly ideological than Liren. So, I'm sure this is an experience that's commonplace across ethnicities and background, but my parents, like me, uh, are Indian. I'm 21 years old, so for maybe the last seven-odd years, my parents have been big on me becoming a doctor or a scientist, though they have become entirely supportive as I've looked toward other career paths. 
They, like Liren, and like the vast majority of parents, want what's best for their kid. And Liren, just like many parents, believes with all his heart that his way is right. Now let's take a second to back up and say this flat out. Liren is, on the whole, a decent man. We can see this from the way he raised his children, as Kaladin and Tien grew to be good people who loved their families wholeheartedly. His wisdom and integrity were fundamental to giving Kaladin the strength to save Dalinar's soldiers at the end of the Way of Kings. We also see Liren's character in his loving relationship with Hesina, who similarly loves him dearly. We see it in the way he dedicated his life to the town of Hearthstone, healing his people in return for mere donations when he could have made money elsewhere. And ultimately, we see it when he betrays his own moral code in order to take Bright Lord Wistio's spheres for his son's education. Liren, like many people, would do anything for his family. But he is also extremely ideological. Liren genuinely believes that the only way to do good is heal, a belief that is only supported in his mind by his decades of healing and his lack of any experience with fighting except for the aftermath. It's a noble position to hold for yourself, and he never really imposes it upon anybody else, until it comes to his son. Kids are, to a parent, a strange extension of the self. Other people can make their choices, but when you raise a little person from birth to adulthood, it can be really hard to let go of your own opinion of what's right, and to let your child make those decisions for themselves. Do you still have an obligation to do that? Do you still have an obligation to let them choose? Absolutely. But it's hard. We've seen the entire Stormlight Archive from Kaladin's perspective. We've seen the struggles he's undergone, the thousands of lives he's saved during his time as a bridgeman, bodyguard, and radiant. Liren has seen almost none of that. Liren, a healer who hates fighting, saw both of his sons taken to war. He saw both of them die, until one miraculously returned, utterly changed by years of physical and psychological abuse. We've seen this from Kaladin's perspective, so we understand the sort of dark beauty of his story. But would any of us be willing to put our own child through that kind of hardship? Now, now save your objections, because I know Liren was more than just sad for his son, right? He's actively uh, disapproving and judgmental and said some very bad things, but I'm getting to that. So let's consider another objection, that Liren forced his son to become something that he wanted, rather than what Kaladin wanted. That Liren stole the spheres because he wanted to achieve his dream of Kaladin becoming a surgeon, not Kaladin's. Now this, I kind of just have to flat out say is wrong. So Kaladin's struggle, his fundamental kind of uh, conflict, has always been deciding whether to heal or to hurt. He's good at both, and to some extent enjoys both. On the day Tien got drafted to war, Kaladin had made his decision to become a surgeon, all on his own. When Dalinar took him off active duty, because fighting was literally destroying Kaladin, he was good at being a surgeon. In fact, he found a new purpose, beyond just healing physical wounds. Kaladin was literally revolutionizing mental health treatment by creating counseling groups. Liren didn't force him into that. And even if he did, Kaladin not only needed the rest, but provided a net benefit to the world. The, the fundamental tragedy of Rhythm of War is that just as Kaladin is beginning to settle into a new life, the fighting returned and he was obligated to take part in it. One might argue that Liren pushed Kaladin into being a doctor from a young age, showing him medical emergencies that no child should have seen. And to that, I say, well, I mean, you're right, at least insofar as we'd be horrified by that sort of thing happening today. But I think we'd also be horrified by farmers putting their young children to work, or noblemen taking their young children to war. 
in a rural farming village during an era with limited mobility? I don't think it's entirely surprising that a tradesman put his young son to work learning the family business. It's shocking by modern standards and absolutely unacceptable, but this is also an era where we don't bat an eye at the fact that my boy Adolin Colin slaughters thousands of Farshendi in what is the Rosharan equivalent of a tank. Morality is different on Roshar from the real world based on circumstance, and while what Liren did might have been immoral, you could say objectively or subjectively, it was in no way unusual for his situation. But okay, that's the end of my rant defending Liren. He's a doctor who loved his family, lost his sons, and pushed Kaladin to become something that Kaladin enjoyed doing, but he has also done some pretty bad things. When Kaladin killed a singer in defense of Teft, Liren called his own son a monster. When asked about him later, Liren said his son was dead. Liren refuses to fight when things get bad. His rigid ideology prevents him from acting, but he also applies that ideology to his son to detrimental effects. Now, Liren trying to force his ideology on Kaladin is absolutely, fundamentally, 100% wrong. Something that Liren himself realizes when, by the end of the book, he has put a Shaushbrand on himself. He's changed for the better, and even if he still doesn't agree with Kaladin's new life, then he's at least accepted that he needs to be supportive. Which, I think is a good step. Now, I've definitely tried to puzzle out why there has been so much visceral hatred for Liren beyond so many other characters, like Dalinar, uh, or maybe even Terebangian. I saw one person on Reddit unironically try to claim that he was somehow worse than Moash, which... Come on. Moash is a multi-murderer who killed his friend, incapacitated the child, tried to coerce his other friend into committing suicide, and then tried to murder an unarmed woman. Among other things. You know, he also killed a herald, and a king, and... Whew, he's done a lot. But then we look at Dalinar, who I think many of us agree comes close to being a good man. He murdered an entire city, including his own wife. Liren was terrible to his own son. It may even be emotional abuse. I'm not experienced enough in that to know whether it is. Someone else might be able to say so with more certainty. I don't want to minimize the devastating impact that it had, but I really can't think of any sort of logical consistency in giving Dalinar the benefit of the doubt, but condemning Liren as unforgivable. Now, I don't want to play too much of armchair psychologist, but I also think it's an understandable reaction. It's a lot like how people viscerally hate Dolores Umbridge, despite the fact that Voldemort is a million times more evil. Umbridge is the everyday evil that we all know and must face, while Voldemort is a distant fantasy mass murderer. Dalinar, killing thousands, is a distant fantasy concept, but Liren, being absolutely terrible to his son, hits a lot closer to home. He's a parent who spends much of the book refusing to accept what his child has become, instead believing that they should conform to his wishes. I'm sure there are thousands of examples we can relate to that. There might be listeners in the LGBTQ community with similar experiences. There may be those of us with parents who pushed us into careers we don't want, or who pushed us away from a relationship, or who engaged in straight-up, unequivocal emotional abuse. Those experiences are valid. But I guess my only real response is that, having sort of understood Liren's world, we can understand a little bit of why he felt so strongly until he began to change for the better at the end of the book. We can forgive a character on a page in a way we don't have to forgive someone who has done real emotional damage in real life. 
my basic thought on this is this, right? If I can give Dalinar Colon the chance to slowly become a better man, then I can give Liren the same opportunity. But you don't have to do the same. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode of the World Hopper's Guide. Uh, let me know if you have any comments, counter-arguments, or thoughts about the things I got right and wrong in this episode or in the podcast in general, either in an email to worldhoppersguide at gmail.com or in the comments of the Reddit thread. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to the show and recommend it to your Cosmere-friendly friends. Uh, if you like the show and would like to support it, I would really appreciate a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks to Kevin McLeod for the intro music, thanks to Brandon Sanderson for these books, and thanks to you for listening. See you next time.